The K Files Memoirs of a Short Man in Korea. So these are some <clears throat> very cringeworthy blog posts that I made when I was living in Korea over 10 years ago. It was the best of times, it was the most humid of times. And I'm going to read you one which is almost 11 years old now, which is crazy to think. So I was there for a couple of years and I was teaching English, or at least attempting to. I look back on it now and I realise that what I was doing probably was teaching in the loosest possible sense of the word. And this particular blog post, I think, illustrates that quite well. What I'd managed to do is get into a bit of a groove with some of my lessons where I had to follow quite a strict procedure, getting kids to do grammar, punctuation, spelling, that sort of thing, all very, very dry. But one thing that I was able to sort of keep in there, which Koreans don't get to do very often, and if you are unsure about this, do listen to my episode with Korean Billy. They don't do a lot of drama. They don't do a lot of creative stuff. That's not to say that the arts are dead in Korea, because you get people who are very, very accomplished musicians, actors, singers. But there's there's no place for it in mainstream schools. It's often something that you go and study away from school. And that is the culture. Anyway, enough of that. Here's a little blog post, which is essentially me trying, with limited success, to include some drama games in the end of my lessons with a bunch of Korean Year 9s. So this is from May 2010. Blimey. I try to let my class all have a game at the end, and I actively try to make it as non-relevant to the lesson as possible. It is a game, after all. The problem is that the levels of English vary quite vastly in my class. As, of course, you would expect, this makes the instructions sometimes quite troublesome. Some games are pounced upon by the more able students, and the less able follow, like little Korean sheep. Now this uh, lack of understanding for everybody can be a problem, as when I discovered when I decided to play Wink Murder with 40 students. It becomes a trifle hard to get a handle on the situation. So, for people who are unaware, Wink Murder is a game where you take one student to be the detective and you place them in isolation, while you take the remaining students, stand them in a circle, and ask them who out of the remaining 40-something would like to be the murderer. This invitation is usually taken up quite quickly by borderline homicidal grade 3 boys who quite often only understood the word murder when I was explaining the premise of the game. They have their hands raised with a quiet and malevolent intent, and are often more disappointed when I don't pick them than could be deemed normal. On this particular occasion, I chose Jesu, who had an English name of Jammy. He chose it, not me. Jammy was a rotund, but smiley student, whose enthusiasm sometimes undermined his ability, and by sometimes, I mean all the time. If picked on to answer a grammar question, Jammy could always be relied on to sit, statuesque, with the facial expression of a man who'd not only forgotten where his keys were, but also possibly his house, or whether or not his socks were on fire. In the words of Foghorn Leghorn, nice kid, but about as sharp as a pound of wet leather. So, back to the game. In Wink Murder, the murderer must wink at people across the circle in order to kill them, and the detective has three guesses as to who is causing everyone else to snuff it. The game is won if the detective chooses the correct person who is the murderer, or the game is lost for the detective if the murderer manages to 
kill all the people or the detective doesn't get them in three goes. So, I dragged the detective back in, stood her in the middle of the circle, and announced, probably in too pompous a voice, <clears throat> Would the murderer start murdering people, please? I stand, like a proud referee, for the best part of two minutes. Nobody dies. Nobody even looks vaguely ill. Four students have decided to start talking. Two are engaging in another WWE Royal Rumble that they were doing at the first break. And the detective is pointing at two boys who look easily capable of killing most people, just not with their eyelids. Jammy is stood very still and is looking around the circle. His concentration is intense. He does, however, appear to have forgotten that the murderer is him. I catch his eye and make a face, and he smiles uncomprehendingly. I then wink at him. He points at himself as if to say, Me? I nod furtively and turn back to the group, trying to not let the detective see my non-verbal plea to Jammy to just please get on with it. I then turn and I say, Okay, guys, we'll continue this game for the next five minutes. I look across the circle. Jammy is now lying on the floor in the best impression of the corpse I've seen in my life. I'd killed Jammy. Poor kid. At least it was painless for him. <clears throat> for the record, no Jammies were hurt in the making of this podcast. I wonder what he's doing today. Anyway, if you'd like to hear more of these, do subscribe to my Patreon, where I'll be putting more examples from the K-Files, including but not limited to the time that I nearly got arrested for accidentally stealing a shopping trolley, the time that yours truly ate something that was a local delicacy and ended up disgracing himself on a public bus and offending an entire room full of Koreans by deciding that at the staff dinner it would be appropriate to do Gangster's Paradise on the karaoke machine. Please, if you wish to support the pod, follow me on Twitter, and that's at SchoolysPod. Follow me on Instagram, same handle. Or, if you wish just to get in touch, please do so. I'm currently in between seasons. I'm looking to try and get more people that I can interview to talk about the school days. I've got some very exciting guests lined up. And of course, we're not yet out of this pandemic. Right now, as I do this, it's currently the 21st June, supposedly Freedom Day. We all know how that went. Stay safe out there. And I hope that I'll be able to keep bringing you some good content. Thank you for supporting and take care.